You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you as always for another episode. Episode 158 today on this beautiful spring morning here in Australia. Hope you are well. Hope you've had a great week wherever you are in the world, whenever you're listening in now. Today, I want to get straight into the training today. I don't want to waste any time uh, because we're talking about procrastination. You know, So let's get straight into the training, right? Because procrastination is something that takes people's dreams away from them. Procrastination is something, it's a trap we all fall into and we all fall into across times and for different reasons. And we're going to explore the different reasons and different strategies for each one of them. But the reality is, you know, I think more hopes and dreams are lost because of procrastination than almost anything else. You know, if you have work ethic, if you have commitment, if you have consistency, that can make up for almost anything, you know, a a lack of skill, you know, struggles and all those sorts of things. Pretty much all of those things can be overcome with consistency. But if you're procrastinating, then you're inconsistent. And if you're procrastinating, people can't believe in you. And if you're procrastinating, you can't get momentum. And I saw a great quote the other day that was making me think of this as well a little bit where, you know, more more gold has been mined out of the brains of humans than mined out of the earth since we existed. And, you know, just talking about all these great ideas that people have, all these incredible opportunities that they have, but people talk them out of them or people don't believe in them. Or in this case, we talk ourselves out of them essentially through our actions. And we have this incredible opportunity, this incredible business model. We have the chance to change our life through great companies, through great products, through great compensation plans, all that kind of stuff. But you know, if we can't get over this wall of procrastination, then we're just going to get stuck in, you know, another vicious cycle, another sort of merry-go-round where we're putting in all this effort, but we're not seeing results. So then we get frustrated. So then we don't, you know, show up because we're not seeing the results. So there's no impetus, there's no energy, there's no momentum. And we just sort of, you know, snowball the wrong way. We, you know, we get caught in these negative spirals. So I want to give you four tips to break through those procrastination walls. So if you know this is something you struggle with, a great episode for you, you know, take notes, jot them out. Um, This one's also on my YouTube channel as well. So because, you know, because it's a big topic, I recorded it yesterday on my YouTube channel, loaded it up last night. Um, So again, if you prefer the visual medium, you can go check it out on my YouTube channel, Leverage the Legacy. um, And, you know, again, very easily shared off there as well. Or if you have people in your team who are struggling with procrastination, you can share them um, this podcast podcast episode as well. Anyway, let's get into it, right? Because we don't want to be wasting any time. We want to be talking about practical things to move your business forward. So talking about a business and one of the very first steps, one of the biggest struggles, and we've done a, a podcast episode essentially just on this step alone, is that when you're working a business, when you're in business for yourself, when you're on this entrepreneurial path, you have to think about tasks over time. Because you know, if you've been an employee your whole life, if you've been, you know, in that sort of active income trading time for money, it's very easy just to think about time because you are compensated by the time. You're compensated by the hour. In business, you're compensated by the task. So you have to think with your actions and, you know, think with your mind, sorry, and show up with your actions that you're focused on the tasks that need to be completed, not the time you're spending in your office or not the time you're spending on your phone. And the reality is, as humans, we're very good at, 
you know, if you have an hour to do something, it takes exactly one hour. So, you know, if you have three months at school to do an assignment, it takes exactly three months. Now, it actually only physically took you six hours the night before it was due. You had this caffeine-fueled um, night of doing the whole assignment in one night the night before it was due. But still, in the real world, in practical terms, it took you three months to submit. You could have, in theory, the teacher gave it to you on Thursday. You could have stayed up all night, Thursday night, handed it in Friday morning, and it was done. You know, But humans don't work like that, do we? We procrastinate and, we're, oh, I've got three months to do it. I've got three months to do it. I've got three months to do it. And then suddenly it's due tomorrow, and, and all of a sudden we're able to get it done, right? Now, you don't want your business to be like that. You don't want your business to be something where you're just madly kind of handing in an assignment rushed the night before, you know, <laughs> doing it all the night before it's due. We need to think about tasks and we need to set ourselves up to say, you know what, I need to reach out to three people or I need to post on my social media and duplicate it into three groups or I need to follow up with three people. And we need to think about that task rather than think about, I've got an hour to work on my business today. Because if you're sitting there saying, I've got an hour to work on my business, it's really, really easy to sit there and just scroll for 57 minutes and convince yourself that I'm warming up the algorithm. You know, I've got to love hard a few things. I've got to, you know, show some love to my team. I've got to, you know, just get back to all these notifications and then I'll get in and, and do my posting. Then I'll create my content. Then I'll do my call to action posts. Then I'll do my value posts. And, you know, then I'll follow up with three people, whatever it is. It's very easy to just sit there and you spend 57 minutes doing all these other nice, light, fluffy things instead of saying, you know what? What I need to do is I need to follow up with three people. I need to invite three people to the opportunity meeting we're doing this week. And you do them. You think about that is the task that needs to be done. Now, if I can do that task in five minutes, then I have 55 minutes of spare time and I can relax and I can enjoy that time. But if it takes me 60 minutes to invite three people to the thing because I spent 57 minutes of them procrastinating, then I've just eaten up so much of my time. And we talk all the time in this in this podcast, in all my trainings, in my books. It's There's no point having money if you've got no time. There's no point making a business if all you're doing is creating yourself a job. And so as I said, and you know, if you scroll back, if, if this is something you really struggle with, if you scroll back, there's a podcast episode called you know, how to treat this like a business. And and really we're talking about that. Making sure that you are in this situation, making sure that the task is the important thing. And as soon as you walk into your office, as soon as you sit down, whatever it is, you know, you drop the kids off and you say, okay, now I'm going to work on my business. If your conversation with yourself is now I've got two hours to do it, it will take you two hours because you'll procrastinate for an hour 55. Sit down and say, you know what? I need to post, I need to follow up those people and I need to invite those people to the event and you'll find that'll be done in 10 minutes and you'll be so incredibly efficient. And the greatest thing about being efficient is that efficiency duplicates and inefficiency duplicates, which is the worst thing. So, you know, duplication works both ways. We know this is a business of duplication. If you're efficient and you set a kind of work ethic in your team that you get up and you do the important things and then you enjoy the rest of your day, your team will do it as well. And when you have an efficient business, you have a profitable business. And that's the most important thing. All right, second one. Now, what we need to remember is that the tasks we're doing are part of a bigger vision, part of a bigger goal. And sometimes those tasks can be a bit monotonous. Sometimes those tasks can be a bit boring. 
And again, if it's monotonous, if it's boring, if it's vanilla, if it's same thing every day, if it's chopping wood and carrying water, chopping wood and carrying water, it's easy to put them off because we want to do the exciting things. We want to, you know, read the great personal development book or we want to watch the great video or we want to go out and, you know, do our yoga on the beach and get the sunrise photo and all that kind of stuff. You know, we want to do the exciting things. But the reality is it is those boring, monotonous tasks, you know, like boring to an extent in that they're repetitive, I should say more than boring, but there is a repetitiveness and monotonous to consistency, you know, but it's through that repetitiveness and that monotony and sticking to a schedule, having habits, all those things that leads to great success. People who are scattered and have poor focus and all over the shop don't get success. So what you need to do is you need to, again, you need to have conversations with yourself and when you're sitting there and it's like, you know what, I need to follow up with three people, but oh, like follow up, oh, I'm going to be annoying. Oh, they're not going to like this or, you know, I have to do a Facebook live and I just don't want to do it because it's a Facebook live and I've got to do a reel, but I'm just not a great dancer, all that kind of stuff. And what we need to do is we need to stop there and say, you know what, like the reason I'm doing this Facebook live is to grow my network, is to give more value to my network, is to share some results or call people to action, you know, whatever it is, whatever the reason for your post, so that I can build my business, so that I can retire my spouse, so that I can spend more time with my kids, so that I can have that holiday, so that we can take the kids to Disneyland like we said we would, so I can quit my job because, you know, I've got this horrible boss and a soul-sucking career that I don't want to be in anymore. And then see how kind of painful that task is. Because if it's like, Andrew, you have to do a podcast episode today so that you can help give more value to your people, so that you can help build your brand, so that you can create like a, you know, this vision that you have where you help network marketers increase their financial freedom. And by doing that, if you help more people have what you want, you and Andrew will be able to create a greater legacy for your children and give and have even more time with them. Once you like take it through those steps, it's so easy to do the podcast. It's so easy to say, you know what, I've got to do this podcast because the more of these podcasts I do, the better I get, and then the more value I can give people. And that ultimately means the more time we can spend with our children, the more freedom we can give them, the more beautiful holidays we can go on. So you need to attach those tasks to that end goal. Now, if that end goal doesn't drive you, then you need to change your vision. You know, I talked about this in the last podcast episode. Like, if the end goal is just to hit a rank, it's not going to be good enough, right? You've got to extend that vision out. It's got to be a bigger vision. So the days where you don't feel like um, doing it, to me, it was always like, well, what else? Like, how else are you going to retire your wife? How else are you going to spend more time with the kids? How else are you going to see your son take his first steps? Because what you're doing isn't working. So go off and do something else right? And that's the difficult conversation we need to have with ourselves, And that's self-discipline. You know, that is being able to look in the mirror and say, Andrew, you are not working hard enough. (laughs) And, you know, like being your own boss also means you need to kick yourself in the bum. And that's really the reality. You got to kick yourself in the bum every day. And if you struggle to do that, attach it to the vision. Now, if retiring your wife or husband isn't that interesting? Okay, maybe you need to check your marriage, right? But for me, it was. It was like, you know, what we're doing every day is to allow, initially, it was to allow Angie to stay at home. That was our massive goal. And again, talked about it in other podcast episodes. Our crazy goal was, you know, $300. Our goal was $300 a week. Our crazy goal was $500 a week. Imagine if we could make $500 a week and Angie could stay at home. So every day, hey, you got to follow up with people. You got to, you know, you got to post on your social media. You got to reach out. You got to invite people to that event that's happening next week. 
so that you can get more volume, so that you can rank advance, so that you can increase your income, so that Andrew can retire. And all of a sudden, it's so incredibly easy to do the tasks from there. <clears throat> all right, next one. Challenge number three. Now, one of the big reasons we procrastinate, one of the big reasons I see people procrastinate is because often the things that we do are pushing us outside of our comfort zone. Now, again, we have talked about this in the past where you know, personal development is an obligation, you know, and, and again, we talk about all the beautiful parts of personal development and the fun things and, you know, punching through a board or walking across coals or, you know, dancing on stage and, and all that kind of stuff that tends to happen at personal development meetings when, you know, the doors are closed and no one can see, right? But then we go home and it's easy just to shrink back into this comfort zone. And your brain is very good at convincing you to not do anything that would get you uncomfortable. Like that's your brain's job. Your brain's job is to keep you safe and keep you alive. So your brain's job is to say, hey, Andrew, when you go live on your Facebook, people are going to laugh at you. People are going to think, why is Andrew doing a live? What is he going to talk about? Here we go, blah, blah, blah. I'm sick of hearing his voice. And it's very easy to say, you know what? I'm not going to do it. Andrew, why would you even start a podcast? I talked about this in you know episode number one. Like, you know, the procrastination I did for a podcast was was pretty bad, you know. <laughs> admittedly, like people were saying, you know, you know, you should get into the podcasting thing. And, and I was like, oh, no, no one wants to hear my voice. There's too many other really great people out there. And you procrastinate and you put it off. And then you say, actually, you know what? That's my brain keeping me in my comfort zone. That's my brain saying, oh, hang on, there's personal development, there's growth. And really, like we celebrate personal development, but I don't think we're always 100% honest that personal development is also challenging. You know, growth is painful at times. It does hurt to let go of old things so that you can move into new things. You do have to push yourself. And I talk in the YouTube video specifically, and, and I was talking to, well, like with our VIP group, we are talking about this just recently in, in part of the training, where, you know, I know like stuff like bungee jumping and that scares the hell out of me, but that's also why I love it. I love it because I know every time I do it, it's pushing me. And I know that I need to lean into it, essentially. You know, when I say I'm going to do this bungee jumping thing in New Zealand, like I did with a friend recently, and then, you know, suddenly straight off, I ran off and vomited because I was like, oh, what have you done? That was like, actually, you know what? That's your brain just saying, hey, don't be stupid. Why would you need to bungee jump? You've already done it. I was like, no, you know what? The fact that I'm scared is the exact reason I need to do it. So if I'm scared about doing a Facebook Live and I'm procrastinating, I need to be aware, and again, I need to look in the mirror and say, you know, Andrew, the fact that you're scared of doing a Facebook Live is the exact reason you should go out and do it because you've committed to personal growth. You've committed to being someone better. You've committed to developing yourself. So do the things that scare you. Do the things that push you out of your comfort zone. Do the things that make you want to vomit, okay? You need to lean into it. So you need to be aware that your brain is trying to convince you to stay safe. Your brain's job is to just keep you in stasis, you know, homeostasis, keep everything nice and simple and balanced. And our job is to lean into it. Okay. Be aware of it, lean into it, push yourself and you will grow. Now, then the final one is documentation. So again, sometimes a lot of the times, the easiest person in the world to convince is ourself. It's very easy for your brain to convince you that you don't need to follow up with people. It's very easy for your brain to convince you that you're no good at Facebook Lives and you shouldn't do them and you shouldn't personally develop and you shouldn't grow. And it's very easy to convince yourself that you had a very productive day. 
And especially if you spent six hours scrolling Facebook and say, you know what? I spent six hours on my business today. What an amazing day. Like I'm going to be a millionaire tomorrow. Very easy to convince yourself of that, right? So what you need to do is you need to actually document what you're doing. And there's the old marketing mantra. If you don't document it, like if you can't measure it, you can't improve it. And if you don't document it, how can you measure it? And if you can't measure it, how can you can't improve it? Right. So if we're not aware of how unproductive we're being, we can't improve it. If we're not aware of the important tasks that we're missing because we're more focused on time or we're not linking those tasks to an important vision or we're not leaning into these tasks because they're a bit scary because they're going to require growth, which is going to require a bit of pain and discomfort. If we're not documenting that and aware of that, we can't fix it. We can't improve it. So if you need help with your documentation, you can go to andrewlogan.net slash DMO and I've got a free DMO tracker there. So it's got your weekly checklist of the tasks you need to do. You can tick them off and you can sit there at the end of each week and say, you know what? I spent all this week, you know, on personal development and reading books and I forgot to actually network. I forgot to actually market. I forgot to actually invite anyone to an event. I forgot to actually offer anyone a solution to their problems. Maybe that's why my business is a bit stuck and maybe I was procrastinating, but at least you can see it. You know, you can document it. So you can go to that website, andrewlogan.net slash DMO, download the um, tracker. uh, I'll pop the thing up in the show notes as well. Um, And then you can just print it out each week tick it off as you go or, you know, print it out, laminate it, tick it off with a whiteboard marker as you go, but know that you are doing the tasks that you need to do. Be aware of what you're doing, document it and measure it. And then at the end of each week, you say, you know what? I measured it. Now I can improve it. Now, if you go through those four steps, you are going to have considerably more success. I mean, that's just, you know, you're going to do it. You're going to break through these barriers. You're going to break through these plateaus and you are going to have more success. So as always, I hope this podcast episode helps. I hope you've gotten value out of it. I hope it's helped you just change some of those mindsets, giving you the practical tips to break through those barriers and be more productive. If you're more productive, you're making more money and you're also having more time. If you're more efficient in your production, you make more money and you have more spare time, which means you have more freedom, you have more wealth, and they're the really, really exciting things. So Hope you have an amazing week. Hope you have an incredible uh, week in whatever you're doing. And I will see you for another podcast episode soon. Thank you so much for your support. If you haven't yet, don't forget to click that like and subscribe. Don't forget to uh, leave us a five-star rating review. Like and subscribe. Sorry, that's YouTube, isn't it? Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star rating review or take a screenshot on your device. Pop it up on your stories. Tag me. I'm at Andrew James Logan. um, And we will see you for another episode soon. Catch you then. Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. For your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.